welcome to the Creative Journey Podcast, where we explore various aspects of creativity and mindfulness. Let's grow and expand together. If you would like to get in contact with us, please email creativejourney.kc at gmail.com. If you would like to join us each week on Zoom, please send an email to community at acb.org. Welcome, everybody. Today is March 2nd, 2022, and we are doing the fourth week of The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron today. We read um, week four um, this past week, and we were supposed to work on the activities and tasks and such like, uh, like that. So we'll go over some of that today. Um, so this is recovering a sense of integrity. Um, and first of all, I kind of want to know what is your guys' definition of integrity? What does that mean to you? So if you guys would like to share, please go ahead and raise your hand. And we'll talk a little about, bit about what is this to us? Angela Randall. <laughs> integrity, I think, is like honesty. Um, just being honest with yourself. That's what I think integrity is. Uh-huh. Awesome. Good. Jill has her hand up. Jill, you can unmute. Hi, Jill. Welcome. Hi. I, I think it's like, um, like a good sense of character. Like you're honest with yourself, but also with others, like a transparency and you're true to your word. And, and, um, but I think the, in the reading, it was more about like, true to yourself and you know living out your true self but I I think when I think of that word like in general that's I think it goes both ways between yourself and also um your the way you present yourself to other people and in your relationships both like acquaintances and more um intimate relationships Awesome. I love that definition. Very, very good. Thank you. Next, Thank we have you. Tori. Tori, you can uh-huh. unmute. Well, well um, so to me, it's like um, a sort of acceptance of um, like the differences that um, everyone has and what makes us unique and what makes us special so accepting that and embracing it awesome yes thank you well said Teresa are you ready to read um the basic principles I am okay okay we'll go there now we have a raised hand okay we'll do the raised hand and then we'll do the basic principles Okay. okay Barbie yes hi um I think the word integrity means that you do what you say you're going to do when you mean you do what you say and you mean what you say. You try to just be honest honesty and loyalty and forthrightness. Yeah, for sure. I like the forthrightness. (laughs) I can't even say it. (laughs) But yeah, very, very, yeah, I agree. So thank you for um, sharing with us. I appreciate that. All right, Teresa. Okay. The basic principles. One, creativity is the natural order of life. Life is energy pure creative energy. Number two, there is an underlying indwelling creative force infusing all of life, including ourselves. Three, when we open ourselves to creativity, we open ourselves to the create the to the creator's creativity within us and our lives. We are ourselves creations, and we in turn are meant to continue creativity by being creative ourselves. Creativity is God's gift to us. Using our creativity is our gift back to God. 
Number six, the refusal to be creative is self-will and is counter to our true nature. Number seven, when we open ourselves to exploring our creativity, we open ourselves to God, good orderly direction. As we open our our creative channel to the creator, many gentle but powerful changes are to be expected. Number nine, it is safe to open ourselves up to greater and greater creativity. Number 10, our creative dreams and yearnings come from a divine source. As we move toward our dreams, we move toward our divinity. Julia Cameron. Sorry, guys. No worries. I got birds chirping in my background. (laughs) We're good. We're good. So no worries. So this week, um, the text kind of covered about your feelings and how we kind of mask our feelings and we keep them close. And then so they're kind of our I I can't remember her exact terminology, but I kind of think of them as our private feelings. And then you have your public feelings, the feelings you actually show to people. Um, And the, you know, we do these for a variety of different reasons. You know, we don't show our actual feelings because a lot of us were taught that's inappropriate and things like that. And a lot of times we say, oh, things are okay, but they're really, really not. Um, But we try to convince ourselves that they're okay. And then we do things that may be harmful to ourselves, overindulge, um, you know, spend an entire day just chilling on the couch watching Netflix. I'm not saying that's not, you know, inappropriate always, it, it, you know, that could be appropriate. But if we're doing that day after day, rather than doing the things we're supposed to be doing, um, it could be because we're masking some of our emotions and things like that. Um, <clears throat> um, a lot of times these, pa- these, these pages, these feelings are, are brought out in our pages. And that's one of the, another important reason to continue doing those pages each day. Um, and I will say I've not been perfect. Every week I've missed at least one day. Um, so be, you know, and I have to tell myself progress, not perfection and keep reminding myself of that as well. So that's another reason, um, you know, she brought up again to go back to those pages and continue doing them is because more and more, um, of our inner being starts to come out into those. So, um, another thing she talked about was reading deprivation, and this is us cutting ourselves off from reading or um, in our situation, audio (laughs) for a lot of, um, you know, our text and stuff like that is brought to us through audio or however, um, braille, things like that. Um, And she suggests that you don't read for a week. So newspapers, Facebook posts, Twitter posts, emails, this seems insanely impossible to me. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I don't know if I could do that. Maybe next week when I'm on vacation, I'll, I'll try to do that. But I doubt I won't check my email. And, you know, um, just because I feel I know for me, I feel like that's something I have to do to keep up on. Um, and again, this that kind of brings me back to um, I won't be here next week. So um, we're a third through the book, through the weeks, that the 12 weeks, we've completed a third of that. And um, so next week, we are not going to come back to the book, um, but we will still meet. Um, Courtney and Teresa will still be here. And um, we're going, they're going to do kind of a more of a get to know one another type of activities and stuff like that. Um, because the vote last week, and we can revote again, if you guys would like at the end to see if people would be interested in doing breakout rooms. Um, it was very, um, very close. It was like 50, 50 last week when we asked. So, um, we'll ask again about that at the end of the meeting before we run out of time. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there and let you guys know. 
Um, so this might be a good week if that's something you want to do. This would be a good week to do that since we're not doing the activity, you know, and you're welcome to still do the activities in the book. But this might be a week you take off, take a break, kind of um, try not to read a whole lot, you know, um, by not reading and getting that outside information and um, constant feedback and things like that in your life, it gives you more time for quiet. Um, that gives you the opportunity to kind of listen to your inner voice, kind of get in touch with who you are more. Um, so I hope that you guys take um advantage of that week it kind of just fell at a perfect time when I was reading it and I saw that and I'm like oh this is perfect it's like it it, it worked out you know so <clears throat> um, she did talk about how the content that we consume and most of us are constantly consuming information again whether it's emails text messages um, Facebook Twitter news um, you know, news, things like that. Um, it kind of clogs up. It's like fried food. It kind of clogs up the food, clogs up your, um, your blood vest, you know, your, <laughs> I can't even think right now. Sorry. Um, but the, the content kind of clogs up our spiritual side rather than our physical body, like the fried food does. So, um, even if it's just a day or two, taking some sort of a break and just kind of getting back to um, get, get back to uh, being able to hear that inner voice and listen to it. And um, so um, by empty, she said in the book, by emptying our, sorry, by entering, emptying our lives by distractions, it fills our wells. So, um, if you're ever feeling overwhelmed, things like that, just taking a small break and um, refilling your well a little bit for yourself or your bucket as it may be. Um, I've heard it in multiple ways. So, all right, let me see what's next. My next notes, I put lots of spaces, sorry. <laughs> let me know when you're all ready right. for a hand raised. Do we have a hand right now? We do, we do. Okay, I'll take that and then I'll move on to the next section. Lisa, you can unmute. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, you are unmuted. I got two mutes on my phone and two ways on my phone. <laughs> I there you go. Talking. Let me try that again. <laughs> when you can uh, <laughs> hi, Lisa. The, the, um, hi. <laughs> Uh, that you're talking about the feelings are brought out when we do our daily pages. They brought about two types of feelings, which I happen to experience. But I just thought it was interesting that it really does. So if you're really euphoric about something, they said, and you're really happy or start a new relationship or something, you might not get to the pages, the three pages a day, because you're in this euphoria and this really great space, maybe meeting somebody new, and you don't do them. They said, make sure you do them. And then they said the opposite that you could just be in such a downward spiral in a bad place, you know, or not feeling well, and you don't do the pages, do them anyway, you know, like, so, because it does get you somewhere, because it's like your body says, I can't go there, I can't go to the pages, because you're going to touch something too deep within you, that, that, that it's really important, I experienced both of those, and, and it's just, it's interesting, she talked about it after, I read it after, listened to it after she's, um, after I, I missed three days because I was like really physically down and out and it's like no 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 that's okay you know you gotta get out the feelings and I thought it was very uh -huh. interesting and cutting yourself off just like you said from reading and books and all that media you're detaching and you're tuning into yourself because all we do is distract ourselves now now when it said text I would think that in our days text is a way means of communicating instead of calling on the phone yeah. So if you're going to, you know, so that's going to be necessary. It depends on if you're just like maybe gossiping is what they mean. Stay away from yeah. gossiping. But when you're communicating, you have to do that. <laughs> yeah. And it's different these days. Um, I think it's more like you said, like the books, like the, the books, the social media, 
um, and those types of things. This was originally written in 95. So, um, <laughs> oh my God, that's right. I forgot what about it was that. back then. So, um, oh, funny? and one other thing it says, I have a saying in my house that says, um, music touches that which cannot be said. So music is really important because sometimes that brings you to these places of feeling. So, you know, I would, I would think that she, I'm surprised she didn't mention music because that's really it, important. I, I'm sure all of it, you can think it, of so, music as bringing you one way or another. Yeah. And that's one of the things that said you should do to replace that. Um, and that I was going to, that was my next topic that we were going to get to was what are some things that you could do to replace the time you spent doing social media? Um you um you know social media reading the news things like that um like like you said music was on that list dancing going outside um and most of these things are healthier for our, our body as well as our soul uh -huh. so tori has her hand up okay go ahead tori I was going to say that um, I actually, although in this day and age, as has been mentioned, it's kind of difficult to completely not um, be involved in any of the emails, etc. Uh, most Mondays, I actually do something um, similar um, where I will literally... My computer use on a Monday, unless I'm deciding to do actual do any writing, is to go to the ACB Presents call and do any time-sensitive emails. Other than that, I steer clear of um, like going on computer, going on Facebook, etc. on Mondays. Do you do like from, a mindful Monday type of a thing? Yeah, I, I, I just call it my day off. Um, mm -hmm. Apart from once every three weeks, I have a role-playing session with family. So I'm obviously on the computer for that because of um, like some people don't live very close kind of thing, uh, family and friends role-playing session. But um, the other Mondays, I basically spend the day, uh, although I will read fiction books and stuff like that, I mostly just spend the day doing crafts or playing with the animals or, and listening to books and that kind of thing. Awesome. That is really cool. Thank you for sharing. Um, if I could, do we have any other hands for now? No. Okay. Um, you know, and if you can't go for a week, try going for a day. Um, you know, just take a day. And don't do anything, um, you know, with the crafters, I've told Kayla and Teresa, okay, these are the two days I've got to take off because I'm spending way too much time dealing with issues, um, you know, that come up through email or, or Facebook. Um, and so I unplug from ACB crafters as much as I can on Mondays and Wednesdays. So, you know, Try starting just going a day without checking email, Facebook notifications. Um, and then, you know, see how that works. Maybe do that for a couple of weeks and then maybe try two days and build up to that week. Just a suggestion. Yeah. And I take Thursdays are my day that I try really hard not to do any work, work like um, type of things if I can help it um, and that isn't to say that I'm not running to the mailbox and printing out labels and doing that because I often do end up doing that on a Thursday morning but I try to save that the majority of that day is my day with my husband because he has it off of work and that to us looks like running errands going grocery shopping and stuff like that but it's also time we spend together. So even though it's those not necessarily so fun of tasks, <laughs> but so do we have any other hands right now? Angel Randall. Okay. You can also, you know, those are some good suggestions. You can also get what I call burnout from 
Definitely. checking emails or you know at one point my friend was having me do this and that for and I kindly, kindly had to tell her look I'll do it these days but I'm at least taking one day for myself yeah <laughs> so. yep, and that's important because self care is huge it's just very very important for us to have a healthy you know long life is taking time to not be doing everything for everybody else all the time. So, all right. Any other hands right now? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. So. Wait a minute. Yes. Now we do. <laughs> okay. Liz, you can unmute. There. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I got my new headphones, but I've got to set them up yet, but they're really cool. Um, so awesome. Yeah, they'll be good. Um, I think another thing you can do is invent sort of um, like treats for yourself. Like I bought myself this hair conditioner mask stuff that you leave on your hair for 20 minutes after you've washed it. It's like super, it's like conditioner only you leave it on for a long time and then you rinse it back out and stuff. So buy yourself a a something or get yourself a gift or make yourself something so that you sort of pamper yourself. My, my, uh, my mother and my sister always used to call it being Jaja, like Jaja. (laughs) (laughs) Soaking your feet works really well. Soak your feet in like warm water with, um, with, uh, yeah, sea salt. And also with, um, like, um, peppermint in it or or rose or something that really works well for you that peppermint is really good because you get good circulation rosemary oil is really good because you get good circulation and just soak your feet um read read fluff mystery no- I, I i do fluff mystery novels so fluff mystery novels work for me fluff fantasy novels work for me you know not the gory warlike ones but yeah. the the puffy ones, you know, we know what the puffy ones are. Um, and there's a whole bunch of authors who are terrific and they're like history stuff and they do decent history. Um, I'd also like to recommend Diana Gabaldon. She's terrific. Um, huh? And good writers who you can get lost in like some really long thing that goes on forever that, that sucks you in. That's, that's fun to read that you can get lost in. Yeah. Okay. One more hand, Lynn Snyder, you can unmute. All right, go ahead, Lynn. Hi. Yeah, I I think um the funny thing is like I sometimes w- um wonder like why we get sucked into negative activities. Like um what like Twitter right now is just full of negativity. I mean, gosh, politics and People mm-hmm. are just mean to each other and, yeah. and, and it's like something keeps me looking at it and I don't know what it is because it, it makes it's me, like it, a brings car wreck. Me, yes, you- it brings me down. It really brings yep. me down and it makes me feel not so great about the human race and about the future. Yes, and I- the thing is, I'm seeing this like negative negativity bubble. And I am in it and it's like, I want to get out of it. Why am I, why do I keep doing things that bring me down? It's just silly. I mean, I yeah. consider myself a smart person. Like what happens? <laughs> you know, why do I do this? So my suggestion is to find a, if you're, I don't know if you're watching the news on the news or if you're reading articles or something like that. But right now, while you're thinking about this, write down, make yourself a list of alternative things that you can do instead of going to that new source of whatever mm-hmm. that looks like to you. Um, I will be honest. I don't watch the news. I don't read about the news. I know <laughs> about what's going on the, in the world. Um, but I know for me, it spirals me down and I get depressed. Because of yeah. those reasons, I feel helpless. I want to help and I can't help everybody all the time. Right. So I have to eliminate it from my uh, immediate, you know, ness. Um, 
the other thing is to put a time limit and set a actual timer and then have an alternative. Once that timer goes off, okay, I, I have to, so this is my husband. He's like, I, ha- I have to watch the news because people at work talk about it. And in order to be part of the conversation, I need to know what's going on. I get that. You don't need to know every single detail from all five of these different people who are saying the news necessarily. Right, um, right. So set a timer, whether you're going to look at the news, watch the news for 15, 20 minutes, set a timer, um, honor yourself by turning it off, closing the web page, whatever at that time, and go to your list of positive things you can do once you're done with that. It was my personal suggestion. Um, just yes, I like that. Oh. That's good. Mm-hmm. Like it. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Liz has her hand up again. Yeah, oh, hi there. A couple ideas. Um, one thing for the news, if you must do the news, and it's periodically a really good idea to do news blackouts for several days. But sometimes if you need to do the news, you can do um, the headlines by going to New York NYTimes.com and, and read them rather than listening to the audio. This is particularly useful during times when people are on the news shrieking because yes. the audio is is really uh, the audio really sucks us in it's like pictures yes. from try to be the other More thing impactful. yeah it's really really the other thing is go for a walk like yeah if you can get or if you don't have any if you don't if your mobility skills are a little weak go outside and get in the sun even if you have to put a coat on you know, and it's chilly or something, go outside and stand in the sun because literally that light, even if you can't see light, the sun and the air will will clean out your head, clean out your sinuses. You know, you're not It'll meant you to a be. a good dose of vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really does. Get in there and, and make sure you're taking care of your, like your food, your nutrition, your your vitamin stuff. By the way, Peggy Ann is doing healthy living encouragement at 730. We invite all of you who mm-hmm. want to come to that. Yeah. To come. So please, you know, it, it, there is stuff you can do to support yourself besides soaking your feet. Yeah, for sure. And that um, the healthy living accountability call is awesome. If you are able to make it, I highly do suggest you do that as well. Um, I think it goes well with what we're doing here because so we're kind of doing the spirit and the mind here and then you can go there and do your, you know, healthy body and food and all that kind of stuff. So um, another, do we have any other hands? No. Mm-mm. Okay. So um, I have a couple questions I want to ask. So I'm just going to go over this next part kind of briefly. Um, she talks about um, zero based thinking and um, it, that's basically going back and thinking, Do if I um, knew now about this situation back then when I agreed to it kind of a thing, would I still do it? And that is huge because, um, and I've done this. I did this with a friend, actually. Um, we were friends for 35 years. I'm 38. So that is pretty much my entire life and she was toxic and I told my husband if I met her now I would not be her friend and he said why are you her friend then and I'm like well because we've been friends for so long I feel like I have to be and he's like no and that was you know like this was almost a year ago now And so um, that conversation happened. And even at that point, when I said that, I was still her friends for a few more months until she really hurt me. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of what they're, you know, going back and reevaluating what you're doing. And again, you can do this in your morning pages. And a lot of this probably already happens in your morning pages um, when you start to write them um consistently and everything but yeah so whether it's a job a relationship um a shampoo 
you just buy the same shampoo because you're always used to buying it. You know, things like that is we're very habit um, people or humans in general. They, we're very habit prone for the most part. So if something isn't serving you now, there's no reason that it has to continue being in your life. Um, that is a decision you are allowed to make. Um, so, and then she talks about like, it's time to kind of get rid of those things that aren't serving you. So maybe if it's an outfit that, um, a shirt or pants that don't quite fit right, but you still keep them just in case, you know, someday they might fit you right. Um, <laughs> I do that. Um, and it's funny because I, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, before I read this about this, you get rid of the old and things that don't serve you and stuff like that. Um, I completely redid my entire, well, not my entire living room, but I got a new rug and new curtains and new couch pillows because I didn't like how dark it felt in there because everything was more, um, is very earth toned, which is fine. It doesn't show dirt as much or dust and, um, you know, but my mom helped me pick them out and it was economical and, you know, it was earth tones. So it went with everything, but I don't want that in my house. I want bright blue curtains. I want orange and yellow pillows on my couch and I want a bright rug. Um, and I still have the brown couch because that isn't um, financially feasible to you know, just get a new couch because I changed my theme of my living room. It goes well enough. Um, but to do things like that, that I kept it for 10 years, not even liking it from the moment I put it up because my mom helped me pick it out and I didn't want to hurt her feelings. And I'm blind and I don't really know exactly colors that match and things like that were my excuses of why I didn't redo them or why I went with her opinion in the first place. Um, so me and my 13 year old daughter went shopping and we bought things we liked. Um, and all the pillows have the, each color pillow has a different texture. So it's not just the colors, it's different textures and things like that as well. Um, so I'm, I know that she kind of talked about that in the book. And um, if any of you guys want to share on anything about that, we can do that real quick if you would like. Um, have you, has anyone gotten rid of, changed up things, um, whether after reading this or I feel like it was just kind of the process I was going through with reading through the book and doing the morning pages and kind of making me in my home more me. Mm -hmm. So do you have any hands? Jill has her hand raised. Jill, you All can right. unmute. I did the, um, I went through all the dresser drawers and then I took everything out and then refolded it and organized it and then got rid of a bag of stuff. So that felt good. Just stuff that now that, you know, we're heading more into spring and stuff that I haven't worn in the last six months so and then um I have a shelf in the closet and then I did the same thing with that and I I took everything off and then I kind of shifted like put more of the wintry stuff at the top and got rid of some stuff and um kind reorganized that <laughs> so that's yeah spring, spring cleaning <laughs> And then um, I moved here like six months ago, so it was kind of uh, organizing a little, because when I first moved, I just put everything where I knew that I wanted it, but now I'm, I was able to really, you know, organize it where I know where everything is and what everything is, so um, that was a good feeling to lighten the load. Yeah, definitely. I have like a bag awesome. of stuff for Goodwill. You can come so. do my house next. <laughs> <laughs> you can try on all the clothes and make sure they fit me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, um, another tip I started doing like maybe like five years ago, I would do the one in one out like with clothing. Mm -hmm. So if I bought something new, I would get rid of something because 
I was getting to be where I was taking over the whole closet. And um, so that kind of kept me from getting really overwhelmed with stuff. Mm-hmm. That's probably how my husband feels. <laughs> Ray, Marcus, you can unmute. Hi, Ray. You snuck Hello, right everybody. in. Hello, everybody. <laughs> well, I think I mentioned this last week, but uh, last Friday we mm-hmm. had somebody come in to take care of our furnace, clean out our furnace, and clean out our vents and all the rooms. So that's when we decided to start um, uh, moving things around and decluttering. So uh, I bought some containers last week and bought some more containers yesterday, but I'm so like overwhelmed and I don't want to burn myself out. I'm telling myself I'm taking the day off from decluttering, but I will start tomorrow because I'm doing other things that um, are kind of like overwhelming for me. And decluttering is overwhelming to begin with. So I told myself, okay, I'm taking the day off from decluttering today, but I'm going to get back onto it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You always have to make a mess before you can clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. but everything's going well though like i said my brother's making progress and like we're saying um with um with him able to read um things that we need to shred i told him i'll do all the shredding if he does all the reading he says <laughs> deal so that's going to help awesome. out a lot Excellent. Awesome. okay um barbie you can unmute hi barbie yes hello Hello. Okay. Um, I was thinking that if you want to change your sofa from brown, they make the cover that look like chair. They look like professional upholstery people, and you can get them in whatever pattern you want. And I'll have to look into that. Changing your chair. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to look and see if I can find something that will work with my couch because it's kind of odd shaped. It's a it's a it's not quite a sectional. It's like a long couch with a a say a chaise That's yeah, like I have one. It's called they. Some people call them. They call them play pens. It has a chaise lounge on one side, and it can have a pull-out bed in the middle. Of, that's the sofa part. Mm-hmm. And have a. That mine's a, not that fancy. <laughs> like a storage place in it to store things. Awesome! Thank yeah. you for the info. I'll look into that a little bit. Yep. I didn't what? even think about getting a cover. I know they have them, and I didn't even think about it. So thank you, and I'll look into that. You're welcome. Angela awesome. Randall, you can unmute. All right. Okay, so you know, lately I've been kind of like, okay, does this bring me joy or, does, or is it just a um, clutter? Because, you know, talking about getting rid of things or organizing things like you guys have been. It's like, does, is it a clutter? Does it keep me from doing, you know, being creative, or is it there to help me? Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that, like with books on cassette that I haven't used in years. So you just got to think about what brings you more joy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We have two hands. Okay. Three now. Judy, you can okay. unmute. Hi, Judy. Hi everyone. Um, I um, it's funny. I started um, decluttering a couple of days ago, going through books and things, and um, it was before I even read the lesson. So I was like, "Oh, I'm doing the lesson." <laughs> yeah, it's like it naturally that was just funny. comes to you in the order. It's so weird. Yeah, I, I was praying yeah. that um, God would help me because I'm an avid reader, and I sometimes I get lost in that fantasy or, or just get lost in that entertainment mode and it's hard to get back to reality and doing your chores and being responsible and and Adulting. trying to declutter your house and I also have a disability with my hands so I can only do it a little bit at a time so it's mm-hmm. hard to just practically get started and have to stop so um mm-hmm. I realized I have to sit and think about some kind of schedule to um to do things a little bit at a time, you know, to keep up, keep on top of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, you Thank have- you so much for your share. 
You have two raised hands and it's quarter tell. Tori, you can unmute. Hi, Tori. Hello. Two things. First of all, um, you could always just get some snuggly blankies to put over your couch. (laughs) Definitely. My my puppies would like that. (laughs) That's what I do because I got given one and I I really love the couch. It's in the nice corner couch, but it's white. Which is so mm. not practical when, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, for humans so, and animals. <laughs> I've got two dogs that are allowed on yeah. furniture, you know, um, but so I've got like some purple and blue um, blankies on it. Awesome, That's as well idea. as all the pillows. Um, and the other thing I was going to say about what you were um, saying about with the um, changing things up if they're not working for you. I have not actually read this chapter yet because I haven't had a chance. But um, last week we got um, new computers and we took the opportunity when we were having to sort out the computers to change something up that wasn't working for us that we did just because it seemed like the most sensible thing to do, which was when we moved into this house last year, uh, well, just over a year ago, we because it's three bedroom houses just the two of us we thought right we'll have the computers together in the one room and the craft room and uh, in the little room which is more of a storage room really than anything um and then we've got our bedroom um even though there was room for one of us could have had our computers down in the living room because it's a fair size or something it just seemed sensible to have the computers in the same room Except my com- my computer, obviously, I need to be able to hear Jaws. Um, and my husband plays video games, which can often make a lot of noise. Yes. So there were a lot of times when one or the other of us would have to put headphones on so that um, we could both be doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, we just got to the stage where it's like, this just isn't practical anymore. Um, so because most of the stuff that's actually in the computer room is his gaming stuff, because of the fact my craft stuff is in the little craft room. Um, We moved my computer down into the living room. So we've got that bit of space so that, I mean, it was nice being in the room with him and everything, but on the other hand, um, it was annoying having to constantly put headphones on just so I could hear Jaws so I could do anything. Yeah. Um, so we changed that up just so that we can now, if I if I want to wear headphones, I can, but I don't have to. And the same goes for him. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys figured out a way to make it work for both of you also. But I totally get that. Um, I wear headphones 90% of my life, I feel like, because of other noises going around and everything I do talks. And it just, you know, I feel when they're sitting there watching a show, I don't want to be sitting there with voiceover chattering away. I feel like that's, I feel rude for it. So I totally understand that. So thank you. And we have one more. more No. um, One more. Okay. So um, I'm really interested. um, And I won't. So each chapter always goes back to affirmations. It has something in every chapter we've read so much about affirmations, but we haven't really talked a lot about them. Um, In the previous chapters, you know, you've been encouraged to write affirmations in um, your morning pages and things like that. So I kind of wanted to hit this topic a little And I'm wondering, what are some of the affirmations you guys, if you've been writing them and or if you have not been writing them, you don't even have to disclose that. What is an affirmation that is um, special to you, has meaning to you, um, holds something dear to you? And then um, if you don't have one, I would still like for you to raise your hand and maybe we can come up with one for you. So, um, Teresa from Virginia. All right, Teresa. Well, I have one that I tell myself throughout the day, every single day, (laughs) and that's I'm good enough. That is, that is awesome. 
And since you've been doing that, have you seen a change in yourself? I'm more productive um, and more organized than I've ever been. And I'm happier with the work I'm doing. Awesome. And do you, is, do you just use the one primarily? Yeah. I, 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 I got to believe it before yeah. I move on to something else. So when I'm not I, saying it is often during the day, maybe then I'll start thinking of another one. <laughs> so um, and it, this wasn't in the book, but I've, I read about affirmations um, and I don't know where I got this when, you know, I saw an email um, I was looking for something else. In 2012, I sent myself some affirmations. Um, and a lot of times when you're writing affirmations or saying them to yourself, you say them in three different ways. I am. She is. So I am good enough. She is good enough. Teresa is good enough. Um, and you do it in that because that's first person. You know, you get all the different levels of being basically covered there when you do that. Um, so that's just a tip that, like I said, I don't know where I, 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 I just, when I saw the email that I wrote to myself that had that, that written out in that format, and I don't even remember what the affirmations were on it now, um, but it triggered that memory of it. So I want to remind, re, kind of just bring that up as a way to, of doing your affirmations when you do and, write them or say them. And, you know, maybe I have got another one. Um, I have them read my horoscope to me every single day now. And at the end of it, she, 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 well, we will let her name be. <laughs> yeah. Um, tells a. me that my future is bright if I believe it to be. Yes. And I started adding that to my emails. And I saw that. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, that, that one kind of stuck with me. And I don't know why exactly yet, but it's yeah. there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. When I saw that at the end of your signature, um, when I read your email the other, I don't remember when it was today, yesterday. I don't know. They all blend together. Um, it made me smile. So, all right. Thank you. Do we you. have any other hands? You're welcome. Yes, Thank you, you for have, your share. You have three more. Lynn, you can unmute. Hi, Lynn. Um, I okay. I have to say that I love affirmations completely. Um, if anybody has any affirmations, like I just love that. Um, because I have a lot of negative self talk. It's like static mm -hmm. like you know if you remember the old um am radios <laughs> where you're trying <laughs> to listen to a station and you get you're, you get flooded with static and um mm -hmm. that is what happens in my head and so the affirmations really bring me back to reality and help me focus again on you know what's really happening and um the two affirmations i like best for myself are the first one is, I will get there. And I Ooh, think I, like that. I will get there. And I say that because sometimes I feel like tasks are too much. Like when I think about a task, it seems like there are a thousand steps to this task. And I don't feel like I can get through those thousand steps, but I can. But I will get there. And my second one that I try to keep telling myself is, I give myself permission to be less than perfect. Uh, yeah, that I've been doing the um, progress, not perfection, which uh, Julia mm -hmm. wrote in the book um, that one I've been using a lot lately um, that it doesn't have to be perfect and my best or what I'm able to accomplish at that moment is good enough. Um, and that one's really hard for me because I want it to be perfect. I don't, you know, and I'm sure most people are that way. I don't feel like I'm special in any way um, by feeling that way. I think it's very common. Um, and if I can't do it perfectly, I don't want to do it a lot of times. So um, pushing myself beyond that. So is, is hard some days. Um, Tori, you can unmute. 
All right. Go ahead, Tori. Um, I like a lot of affirmations and uh, was collecting a lot of affirmations and quotes at one point. Um, but the thing that um, speaks to me most is actually more quote, which I actually um, heard in uh, a Terry Pratchett book, which is in a universe so full of wonders, how is it that human beings have managed to invent boredom? And it, I like, I like it because it, it reminds me of the fact that there's so many wonderful things to explore and appreciate in the world. Yes, for sure. I like that a lot. So it, that's my, that's a favorite quote of mine. Um, and it's one I tend to think about a lot um, more than I think about affirmations. Affirmations, it's whatever one I hear last that I tend to cling on to for a little while till I hear the next one. Uh, but that one has stuck with me since I heard it years and years ago. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Lisa, you can unmute. Hi. Um, there's one I've been saying for years that it takes a long time to get through. <laughs> I had it on when I could, uh, when I saw better, and it still would. I, I had vision loss, but um, if I caught it, caught my eye, I could read it. It's um, I had it in my bathroom, hanging up on a little uh, glass charm thing, and it says, um, "I am deserving and worthy of love and all good things." Oh, I love that. Powerful for me. It is and very I'm still powerful. Absorbing it. I must have put that up in the early 1990s. I think it might have been. I read Marianne Williamson's A Woman's Worth and then A Return to Love in 1993, and it like changed my world. It just really helped me. I wish I, you know, I, did, I wish I knew about, well, I wish I knew about artists' ways, and it would change my life, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. but everything in its good time, you know, and, and I got to meet yeah. these wonderful women here. So, uh, and, but yeah, it's it's hard to accept, you know, uh, being deserving and deserving and worthy of love and all good things. Yeah, especially for ourselves, we are so easy to give love and appreciation, oh. and but to take it for ourselves or to not necessarily take it, but to accept it for ourselves and that we are worthy of it is really a di much different. Um, piece of pie um but yourself because you every single person in the world on the earth has value um we may not see it but they have some sort of value in some way and they are going to make some sort of impact in the world um and hopefully even if it's a negative impact hopefully something positive can come out of it especially look at covid um, we all look, I will say 90% of the world looks at it as something extremely negative, which it is lots of deaths and things like that. But there's also positives within it, such as this community, um, the closeness that, that I've gotten with my kids and my family. Um, so with every negative, there is a positive, you just have to look for it. Um, and that's really hard um, to do a lot of times. Um, to get out of your own head to, you know, our minds are so programmed to look for the negative that kick in that fight or flight, um, you know, reaction that it, it's hard for us to stop and be like, okay, what good could come out of this? Um, and, you know, maybe good, there isn't something good that came out of that same thing. But each of those experiences made us who we are today and led us to be here on this call and be together so <sighs> okay so do we have any other hands two yes michelle okay. can you unmute? all right michelle okay. well it's so funny what you were just saying because i i, I was going to say something that was very similar and i you know i wasn't a big believer in affirmations when i first heard about them i really initially thought they were kind of silly but i completely feel completely the opposite because i think that it's a good idea to figure out, you know, what it, what is it in your life that you need to 
become more positive about, you know, have become more affirming about and, and to sort of talk to yourself about it. And I know, like, I was raised in a very critical kind of environment, very critical kind of home. And, and people have often told me over the years, and I'm very hard on myself. And I'm, and I do do affirmations to myself where I try to, you know, tell myself that I'm going to talk to myself with kindness and compassion. I'm going to try to focus on things that are good, let go of things that are unhealthy, you know, that, that in, in my, from my past and things like that. And just saying these things out loud to yourself, it really is very affirming. And I was really, I was wrong initially when I first heard about it, because I do think that it is, it, it's very helpful to, yeah. to talk to yourself in that way and to sort of adjust your minds a little bit and your mindset and to realize just because you were taught to do something in a certain way or you were raised a certain way, you have a habit that's a bad habit, you can let go of it. And it just takes a lot of practice and I think a lot of compassion and empathy for yourself. So it's, it's a, good, a good thing, it's a good topic to talk about, definitely. Yeah, I've been wanting to talk about it. And I know there was a couple activities I also wanted to cover and stuff, but I felt, I felt inspired to talk about this one today. Um, I just, for some reason, felt it was important. So, all right. Thank you, Michelle, for your share. I appreciate it. All right, Barbie. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's an affirmation per se, but um, when I think someone is trying to do a, trying to give me a hard time or just trying to just do those silly things that people do. I'll just think to myself that if you don't take offense, you can't be offended. It's like it's in the Bible. Don't take offense. Mm -hmm. So if you don't take it, you, how can you be offense? It's like if someone gives you something, if you don't take it from them, then you don't have it. So when someone does try to do something to me, that's what comes to my mind. And the other one is, is, why let people who don't matter matter too much? But mm -hmm. my favorite one as being a female is the the woman's poem by Maya Angelou. It's I think it's called I Am Woman. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember. But she's she made a nice poem about uh, about being a woman. So it was really I'll have a good to look poem. that up. Yeah. And I've read a lot about, you know, Brene Brith and Mm -hmm. All those sorts of people, and they they can give you good help if you need that kind of help. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. One more, Judy. You can unmute. Hi, Judy. Hi. So mine is a bit spiritual because because I see things that way because of my face, but it is um I am highly valued by God because I think in our society people with um, disabilities are not and um, always respected or treated the same as um, people with their health. Um, I've had, I've been treated that way. Like people talk to me in a baby voice or <laughs> when they ask how I am or, or um, so I have to remember that God doesn't see us as any different or any less than he loves us. Um, we have just as much, you know, value as anyone else. Absolutely. And that frees me to not worry about what other people think or not to try and it frees me to be true to myself and not try and change who I am just to belong to certain groups or, or to get new friends or, um, yeah. because God just accepts me the way I am and loves me the way I am. Good. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No more hands are raised, and it's awesome. a quarter past the hour. Awesome. Thank well, you. So um, my um, affirmation um, comes from a high school teacher I had. Um, every day before he would start class, and he had this written up on the wall, I am a miracle, and I can do anything. He mm. made us say that out loud as a class every single day for an entire year. Wow. Um, so that is mine. I write that in my journal or my um, pages every single day. Um, 
but I have additional ones. And a lot of times mine change. Um, that one is one that is consistent. I am creative. Um, a, a lot of them, I don't really think about it too much when I'm doing it um, in my pages. I just kind of let them flow out and start writing I am and then let my my whatever take over and complete it. So it, I will do a full page of affirmations. Sometimes I'll do like two or three and then repeat, repeat, repeat. And then all of a sudden I'll put something different and I'm like, oh, where'd that come from type of a thing. Um, I like again, I said I. I noticed I sent myself an email back in 2012 about affirmations. So this is something that I've been practicing and doing for a long time. Um, another one I use often is everything always works out for me. Um, and that is a quote from Abraham Hicks, which um, uh, talks a lot about like a law of attraction and things like that. Um, but that um, I, I saw that and I, it really resonated with me, resi whatever, with me um, because, you know, like when you go into a situation and you're saying that to yourself, um, I feel like it changes. It, it's kind of the intention of the situation and putting an intention on the situation, um, which, you know, is important to do, especially if you're doing things that make you nervous, that you're uncomfortable with, um, to put something like that on it. Give yourself an intention of this, of whatever the situation is um, that you're facing. So we are down to about 15 minutes. Um, you do have one hand raised. Okay, I will take that. Jill, you can unmute. Hi, Jill. I um, the one the affirmation that I um think of often is um when I was years ago I would read a lot about meditation and doing it and um, practice that and I don't I don't remember where I heard which book or who it came from but it was that we are human beings not human doings and to learn to just be and not always feel like we have to do because um, having a disability I think we tend to overachieve at least that's something I always did I always felt like I had to do 110 percent to yes. be equal to like I was trying to prove that I was uh, worthy or just as good enough or so yes I totally relate that, to that yeah like I tried working through that like um to let some of that go like that that's not healthy and that it's okay just to be and that's we're human beings so that's an affirmation that I think of a lot and um the I loved what Barbie shared and the um the Maya Angelou poem is called Phenomenal Woman and it's really good it's one of my favorite poems so um thank you for reminding me of that Awesome. I need to take a note of that. Yeah, <laughs> She's got some other really empowering, like, if you read them and you can't help but feel uplifted. Awesome. I will, um, I will try to look for it and send it out onto the lift serve. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I can you. find it, um, since two of you recommended it, I would, I will do, I'll look for it and get it sent out. So, um, yeah. thank okay. you for that recommendation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I, um, we are about out of time for today. Um, like I said, Teresa did send out the, um, the, the next week's information, which we'll cover on the 16th. Um, thank you all for coming 
Thank you, um, Danette, for for hosting. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your life and spending it here with us, as well as each of the participants. Thank you, Courtney and Teresa, for all the support you give me so that this is successful. I love and appreciate every single one of you, and I hope you have a beautiful Wednesday afternoon or evening, I guess it is now. And um, I hope you have a great rest of your week here. So, Tori, you have a beautiful Thursday. I get to kick it off right at the beginning. I hope you all have an amazing week. I'm going to miss you so much next week. All right. Thank you. Enjoy your vacation. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Creative Journey. I'm so grateful you were able to join us. If you would like to get in contact with us, please send an email to creativejourney.kc at gmail.com. If you would like to join us in Zoom each week, please send an email to community at acb.org. Thank you, and I hope you have a beautiful day.